and Linda Yende is joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Always, always a pleasure, Ms. B. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Awesome, awesome. At least I'm, I'm, I'm not the bolting type. Listen, you know what? Um, I, I, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here as I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking the reality is there's actually nothing wrong with being the bolting type. And I'll tell you why I'm thinking this. And it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound very strange. It probably sounds even it's sensitive. But the reality is, you, if you know in your heart of hearts that you wouldn't be able to be there for this person, if you know in your heart of hearts that you are unable to be that pillar of strength for this person, the fair thing is to walk away. Yeah. It's so hard to look after somebody with, with chronic needs and, you know, with a chronic situation. So I think if you if you sit there and do the introspection and you're totally honest with yourself and say, you know what, I don't think I'd be able to, 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 to handle it. I think that's fair. And you know what, for you to say, um, yeah, I'm going to bolt in that situation should not be held against you my opinion yeah i just wonder i'm 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 standing oh yeah i am standing literally (laughs) and and, and wondering you know if anyone out there what their opinion or their perspective would be that you find you find out you 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 have an ailing partner and sometimes you know we walk around and we look nice and fit only to discover maybe after three years that I've got a chronic, a chronic disease or a chronic illness or that the illness starts showing itself after settling into a relationship three years sure. down the line, four years down the line. Then what next? Are you the type that has, you know, ran or are you the type that has stayed? It'll be interesting to hear. Um, or maybe you've been married for, you know, your new, newlyweds. Let's say what, four or five years? Yeah. And then you discover that um, your partner has a terminal illness and is, is, it's literally a matter of of time. But sometimes, you know, when you say time, you can be told it's three months, six months, then it turns out to be five years. True. And you True. have to nurse that particular person. I just want to hear and find out what people out there or anyone out there how or maybe you've been in that situation and how you dealt with it you've you've given your standpoint to say you do understand people that will bolt you know what's interesting though you've just added an an an, an additional element there because you've brought up marriage see all that i spoke about was more from the perspective of just people who are dating you've just said why i'm making the distinction because when you take vows, there is that in sickness and in health bit that you say when you get married. And I'd like to believe that everybody who says that says that meaning it fully. And they say that with the intention that I, I will stick by you should you, you know, um, uh, be incapacitated somehow. But that's another story altogether. I mean, I don't think once again that it's it's on us to be imposing but i am just saying i i will judge 
a person who walks out of marriage. If they find out. To, should they find out. That I look at sideways because I believe that when you took the vows, then that was one of those things that you said you will stick through. Okay, so so I'm going I'm going to rewind just a little bit so that we go back to one particular. We zone into this conversation into one particular bubble. So we're talking about people that are just dating. So you've met this nice guy, you've met this nice girl, and um, you know you 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 are in a relationship, but one of you or you are the one who is terminally ill. How would you break the news? Or maybe you are the receiver of the news. You are being told, actually, as a matter of fact, I may not be here in four years' time. Do you then decide, au revoir, it was nice knowing you, have got to go? Or do you stick around and see where this relationship takes you? Let's just take a small break and we'll continue with the conversation when we come back. You are listening to The Chill Zone. With Bertha Charuma. Good evening, Bertha. Hi, hello, and the SAFM listeners. Guys, guys, I was once in a situation like this. So this guy was pursuing me, saying that, you know, he wants to be in a relationship with me and uh like a few weeks after that he was you know uh it was a change of season and he got he got flu and um soon after that uh he asked me to accompany him to you know to the clinic to get like flu medication and when we got there he discovered that he was hiv positive and i'm there as well you know he was not expecting that because he still wants to woo me and he got really sick after that and i found that you know i can't i can't uh leave like it's gonna look like i'm leaving because of of this condition and i you know i stayed i i don't know at what capacity but i stayed uh uh um accompanying him to the clinics to go collect medication and he was then admitted into hospital and i would uh, you know i was there to visit him and stuff and he'd give me his house keys to go check if the windows are closed i was now in deep into okay i don't know uh, this so- thing okay. and and I was just being wooed, and then I, I found myself into this situation, and it got so deep that I also involved my mom into it, and she was the one who was, you know, helping me help him, you know. It was just like a lot of, and then when he got better, he just told me, you know what, this is too much for you. I haven't even done anything to impress you as a girl. But already we are in this situation. I feel like you should just move on with your life and just forget that I even wanted to be in a relationship with you. And, you know, we, we parted ways, but we became good friends after that. So I don't know. That's interesting. What's your take? You know, I, 
I'm I'm glad she brought up the, the the little bit that says I actually don't know in what capacity I was doing this in because that would have been my next question. My immediate question is okay, you were doing all of this as a what? Who are you to this person? What are you to this person? Um, look, I'm just glad that she didn't then start having any expectations because sometimes, you know, you are there for somebody through a difficult situation like that. You then expect a certain level of loyalty from them. You then expect a certain um, quid pro quo. You expect them to to now also then be there to stick around once they're okay simply because you were there for them through the difficult time. So, um, look, I think if ever there is a good ending to a story and a good resolution to a story, it's Anonymous's one. Um, because at, 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 at least, you know, she kind of did her bit. She was there for him. She, 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 um, maybe that was what she was called for. That's what um, she was destined to be in that situation and in, 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 in that time of need. Um, and, you know, when, when, when he healed, they then parted ways, so to speak, because they, they, they were, there was nothing more that she was um, there for. Okay. It happened. I've got I've got another voice note. Let's go to the voice note. Hi, evening, guys. Uh, on my side, to be fair enough, I'll disclose to her, and I'll expect her to leave, to move on, to find someone. But now, should I be the one receiving the news? I think I'll be there with her. I'll walk the chain with her. I'll never leave her, but I wouldn't tell her that I got this issue, I got this cancer, I got one year to live and yet expect her to be trapped behind. I'll give her the freedom to live. It's AP at Mtata. Interesting, AP. Yeah. Linda? That is, that's very interesting. Um, you know what, um, um, I think that that is fair. But I've also come to realize that a lot of things that we do as people, we do because we think other people would do for us. Yeah. Forgetting that they are not us. So I, I, I like what, what um, he's saying right now, that he wouldn't necessarily expect her to do um, the same thing. He'll give her the freedom. He'll say, you know what, um, you can walk away if, you feel you, you won't be able to handle the situation. I think that is, uh, that's very noble of him. It's very wise of him. Um, too often we, we expect people to treat us the way we would treat them. And it, it can be a mistake because they're not us. Yeah. I've got an, a text that says, um, Hey, Ms. B, I just started seeing a guy. He told me... Um, he was taking high blood pressure medication and I've decided to stay. I'm deciding to stay. I suppose high blood pressure you can handle. You, you know what? <laughs> it's funny you, you say this um, because 
th- th- that's a bit of a segue in this conversation because there are certain things that are, um, you know, they, 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 they're not life-threatening per se, but they, are, they do still require a, a certain level of, of special care. They do require a certain level of, of uh, understanding as a partner. So here you are, um, you've, you, 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 you've got diabetes or you've got high blood pressure. Um, you as a partner need to be this, this support structure. You need to be the person that reminds your partner, did you take your, your medication? Do you know what I mean? And, and stay on their neck about it. You need to be the partner that understands that this, could, this condition could then come with certain limitations in terms of how you guys live your lives. You need, you need to be cognizant of the, of, of, the, of the diet. You need to be aware of the fact that this might impact your, your sex life as a couple. You need to be aware of, do you know what I mean? There's so much, there's a lot to it beyond just um, an impending death. <laughs> um, you know, you, 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 you've got to change a lot of uh, habits. You, you've got to change a lot of things that you probably like and enjoy um, simply because you, you, you cook differently, you do things differently, you, you avoid um, fast foods and all sorts of things. You've got to be in it for the long haul as the partner to this person, and that requires a, 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 a certain commitment. Mm. I've got another voice note. Let's go to the voice note. Good evening, good evening to you, Betha. How are you? And good evening to your guest, Mafuta. Yeah. Betha, I think it's good to disclose on the onset of the relationship. Uh, if it's a new relationship, as long as, as far as you can see that it's, going, it's getting serious, it's better to, to, to disclose. But uh, if it's anything that comes in, 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 in on the way as the relationship has gone or, or on already, I think for me, I wouldn't give up. Life is very unpredictable. You can give up on someone or someone can give up on you, but only to find out in the long run or even in the short term, you are in a more serious uh, condition than the other, the other, the other person whom you give up on. Uh, you see, so it's always good to be patient and, 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 and look after one another. I would rather prefer that than, than, than giving up to someone. Thanks, brother. I think I agree with Mafuta, but uh, if I'm put in the same situation, I'm not so sure. But I did put up my hand. It was a disclaimer <laughs> to say I'm not the bolting type. So I suppose I have to stick to what I said I'll stick to. I think that's that's a very good point. Because you could very. you could you could turn out to be the weak the weak link. True, true. Look, I think it's it's this is something that's that's equally true of of anything um, uh, in in terms of how you treat other people, and that is you've just got to treat people the way you'd like them to treat you in the same in the in the same position. So you know this could this could be. Uh, an, a, a, an issue of finances. This could be an, an issue of power. This could be an issue of, of um, illness, like what we're discussing right now. You, you, you could be on the upper hand in this moment, 
but you could need that very person um, to be there for you in the same way, in a different way at, at another time. So, yes, it really does help to, to, to treat, you know, the person that you're in a relationship with, with that kindness and that compassion, um, not just because you're expecting a, a, a return of, 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 of that treatment, but because it's just the right thing to do. Yeah. Treat people the way that you would like them to treat you. Um, you know, g- give them the same level of kindness. Give them the same level of compassion. I've got, I've got another one. This is quite an interesting one here. It says, hi, Bertha. Um, a fascinating conversation. I've been in a relationship with a gentleman um, for three years. And we've been living together, but not all the time. Sometimes he travels. And um, I just discovered that he has been taking medication that I was not even aware of all this time. And it looks like he, it's like a relapse of sorts. And I just discovered these tablets and I'm so tempted to just Google the stuff that he's been taking and what it is for. But I just noticed behavior started changing slightly where he became a little bit um, erratic or should I say struggling with anxiety. I don't know what to, I don't know how to take this situation and what to do because I really, really like this guy. Look, I think um, it's a bit of a tough one. On one hand, as long as he's taking his medication, it, it, I don't think there's any harm in, you know, as long as he's consistent with his medication, I don't see any harm in, in, in him not um, disclosing necessarily. He's probably not comfortable with, with having that conversation. But having said that, um, just from his perspective, I think it, it's always fair to let a person that you're in a relationship with know about such just so that you know they're also aware in the back of their minds should they see some kind of change because this could be you know whatever it could be schizophrenia it could be some some type of of, of mental illness it's it's only fair that you let the person that you're in a relationship with know that you one have this condition and two that you're on medication for it you are you know actively treating it just so that they understand, um, you know, any changes in your in your behavior, any kind of um, spikes and, and, and that sort of thing in, in, in the way that you are. Because once they get that, they then become more supportive. They then become your support structure. So I would always encourage people to speak out. People... Have become more and more understanding of, of of any condition nowadays because we we've we've become more educated about um, mental health issues. We've become more educated about 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 health issues in general. Mm. There's so much information out there. I think let's squeeze in one more voice note before we end the conversation. Let's go. Okay, for once, a real issue is being discussed about relationship. Um, I see that you people, you guys, are skidding around HIV. Yes, you're afraid of saying that people can't handle knowing 
the HIV status of somebody else, especially if it's a woman, because then immediately their moral conduct and their past is questioned. So let's put that on the table and stop skidding around the cancers and the high blood pressures and the blindness and the this and the that and the that. <laughs> let's talk. We are adults here. <laughs> I'm leaving that to you. No, no that's fine. Look, uh, you know what? Honestly, uh, the, the, the reason why I, 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 I wanted us to cover all of them was because. It, it, we don't want to turn this into just an HIV conversation, but I'm very happy to include HIV in the to- in the topic. Here's the thing: HIV um, is is it, it requires a lot of mindset changing in people in terms of educating people, letting people know more about um, about, about the disease, about living with the disease about prevention of the disease, et cetera, et cetera. There's so much information out there. There's so much that's been done, but there's still so much ignorance around it, as Anonymous has just said. Now, is there a, 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 um, a requirement for you to disclose to your partner? I think yes, and I'll tell you why, right? Um, if you are sexually active with somebody, if you are engaging in sex with somebody, then they've got to be aware of the possible risk that they are facing when they engage with you. At yeah. the end of the day, ultimately, it's everybody's responsibility to protect themselves. But when you knowingly engage with somebody, knowing that you have um, HIV, then you you are in on some level putting putting their lives uh, at, at risk. So it is the fair thing to do to actually have the conversation and say, look, um, uh, and you don't even have to disclose your 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 status. You can just say, I prefer to remain protected. I I prefer for us to use protection at all times. If you do that, then. You you've you've done your bit, and they need to just stick to that end of the bargain. People are too quick to engage in in, in unprotected mm-hmm. sex. People are too quick to um to 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 diagnose people with their eyes. <laughs> you know, they look at you and they go, "Oh, you you beautiful. You 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 can't possibly be HIV positive." Which is silly. Yeah. It's irresponsible and it will get you into trouble. So, yes, there's no doubt about it. It is imperative that each couple, every couple, should actually be having the HIV conversation. Every couple should be saying, you know what, um, do we get tested? Do we, um, you know, permanently use protection? Until we decide to get uh, um, uh, to get tested, so that we can, um, you know, go 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 skin on skin if that's your preference. But a conversation always needs to be had, in the same way that a conversation needs to be had about 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 babies. <laughs> you know, yeah. You, 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 because 
that one of the consequences of sex is babies. One of the possible consequences of of of, of sex is, um, you know, uh, transmission or inf- inf- infecting one another. So, th- so those are conversations that really do need to be had uh, with by any two people that are actually engaging in sex, not just by somebody who who's who's positive. That but is everybody. That's true. Well, Linda, I think we're going to have to leave it at this point. Uh, thank you for joining us. And let's do this again next Friday. That's Linda Yende, Relationship Coach. And we're talking about disclosing your illnesses when you are in a relationship. And I think where our last um, voice note actually makes a lot of sense. We're not maybe not really. We're not really skating around the issue. HIV is something that is something is, is, we live with it. And it's only fair to disclose. Or if you're starting a new relationship, this is my policy. If you're going to start a new relationship, it is so easy. Go to a nearby clinic. You quickly, you know, do a test to see if everybody's fine. And you do this regularly, just regularly, randomly regularly. And if you know, you you know, you're a person who who is um, straightforward and you are not up to shenanigans, every three months, baby boy or baby girl or baby doll, I don't know whatever you call each other, you go to your nearest clinic, you test, everybody's good, we're good, then I don't see any, if there should be any issues. But unless, of course, if you do dodge stuff, then I suppose it then become a little bit difficult. But yeah, that's been our conversation this evening and um, interesting response.